0: Listen, I don't want any more bullshit. What the fuck is up, Bullshit Free Gang? Let me welcome you back, or if it's your first fucking time here, let me welcome you to the one and only world famous number one uncensored cult podcast on the planet, the Bullshit Free Cult Podcast. The only place you can go and the only place you need to go to hear everything there is that needs to be discussed about the Indianapolis Colts. But here, baby, you hear it with no coach speak, no PR spin, no political correctness, and most importantly, with no motherfucking bullshit. I'm your host, Harkonajala, a.k.a. The Bad Boy Genius, at your motherfucking service as always, and check it out. Man, I got a treat for y'all today as we continue our series, How the Colts Can Win the Super Bowl in 2021. As I said in the last podcast, the quarterback is in place. Now we're going to dive into what we need to do from there. This one's going to be going out special delivery, special courtesy of one of our loyal, loyal watchers, followers, subscribers, and one of our top donors, giving multiple donations. And we appreciate that. My man, Mr. Big Dog Etzel Ferguson. We appreciate you, Etzel. And so I'm going to answer your question today. You asked in particular what are the gaps the Colts still need to fill in for 2021 and who the fuck can we fill them in with motherfucker It's on today we're going to talk about exactly that and I'm going to start specifically with edge rushers because I think that's the biggest gap the Colts have right now that will make the biggest impact towards picking up another fucking Lombardi so let's dive into the good shit but before we do Here's what I need you to do to help me out, you pimp-ass motherfucker you. That's right, male or female, if you're listening to this podcast, use a motherfucking pimp. So, I need you to take your pimp-ass finger and smash that like button right below because that helps the algorithm to find and share this podcast with more real-deal, die-hard, true blue Colts fans who want the real shit, not the shill shit, like yourselves, alright? So, Make sure you like the video now. Share it with other pimps like yourself who would enjoy it. Make sure you subscribe. And most importantly, there's three ways you can donate to us. Please take a second to help your man out with a small donation, whether it's $20, $15, $10, $5, even $1 will help us out to create more Colts content like this that you motherfuckers tell me you want. All right. So take a second to donate right now. We appreciate it. And now, in honor of Mr. Edsel Ferguson, you know what time it is, baby. Let's chop it the fuck up. Now, super real talk. Let's keep it a bean, all right? I can tell you with no hesitation and no reservations that the biggest fucking gap the Colts have in their roster right now, going into 2021, is at edge rusher. And I firmly believe that edge rusher If they fill that gap, if they address that lack, I firmly believe, as a matter of fact, I'm 100% convinced that that is the inflection point, that's the leverage point that will make the most impact for the Colts in 2021 now that we have the quarterback taken care of. Now, there are two ways you can address this. You can do it in free agency or you can do it in the draft. We're going to talk about free agency today. We'll do the draft in the next podcast, okay? So the edge rushers who are probably going to be unrestricted free agents, and I say probably because some of these guys are likely to be franchise tagged, and I'm not really going to spend a lot of time on those guys because I don't believe they're going to be available. So let me just run down the guys who I think are going to be the top free agents available that the Colts can pursue, and then we'll talk about who they should and shouldn't pursue, all right? So, of course, we start off with Shaquille Barrett, 28 years old, just won a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. He's, he's amazing. He's going to be looking to get paid. I would include Leonard Floyd. He's 28 years old. Bud Dupree, we'll go ahead and talk about him. He'll be available. He is a linebacker, but he could probably play off the edge at 28 years old. We got Troy Hendrickson, 26 years old, uh, who played for the Saints. Yannick Ngakwe, 25 years old, played for the uh, Ravens. Hassan Reddick, who played for the Cardinals, who's 26 years old. Matt Judon, 28 years old. And Olivier Vernon, we'll talk about, played for the Browns last year. He's 30 years old. And I'm going to go ahead and include Justin Houston, who played for the Colts, of course, last year at 32 years old. Okay? Now, Some of these names you've heard, some of them you may not have heard, but let's go down through each one and just kind of analyze whether they're a good fit for the Colts and if there's somebody the Colts should pursue or should, you know, basically pass on. All right. So Shaquille Barrett, Shaq Barrett, 28 years old. Shaq had eight sacks last year, 42 quarterback pressures, 24 hurries. Now you may say just eight sacks, but... Keep in mind, he had 19 and a half sacks the year before. Shaq Barrett is probably the best out there doing it who's going to be on the market right now. I would love to see him in a Colts uniform next year. He'd be fantastic. He has it all. Shaq Barrett has speed. He has bend on the edge. He has power. He has a motor. But here's the thing. Shaq Barrett is probably going to be expecting about $18 million a year or more. He played on the franchise tag. Um, last year, I think he got paid $18 million or 16 or a half, or something like that. He's going to be looking for probably $18 million, but keep this in mind. Um, Joey Bosa just got like $26 million per year last year with the Chargers. So that's the market for a guy like Shaq Barrett. He might get that somewhere. He might get that somewhere. But I think he's probably going to be close to the $18 million a year range and let me just say this I don't know that I don't know that he's worth that to the Colts mainly because I mean you got some other dudes that you got to pay coming up and I think there might be cheaper options who can give you not maybe not as much edge pressure as Shaquille but in the range and we'll talk about those in a minute So I'd love to see Shaq Bear here, but I think he's going to be too expensive. And I don't, honestly, I don't think $18 million a year is the way to go for a guy who's 28 years old for the Colts. Because you got to figure that he's got two more years in his prime, maybe three, right? But you're going to be running into, uh, you know, him possibly winding down with big money expended for this guy. So, I don't know about that. Let's talk about Leonard Floyd. Now, Leonard Floyd is probably going to be more around asking for more around 12 to 13 million. He's 28 years old. Now, Leonard had 10 and a half sacks last year. He also had 30 pressures, 30 quarterback pressures and 19 quarterback hits now. People talk about sacks all the time. But I look at what what I think really gives you a real view of what this person brings to the table, what they've really done. Because, you know, you could have 15 sacks, but five to t- eight of them could have just been easy ones, ones you walked into, ones that were coverage sacks, or ones that happened because somebody else was, you know, ripping ass on the other side of the field. You really got to look at this. The thing I look at is, along with the sacks, what are the quarterback pressures and hits that's really if if the pressures and hits are high, that's really telling you that this is a person that is creating pass rush and pressure on his own and the second thing I look at is the tape and just so you know every one of these people i i'm going to talk to you about i actually didn't i went beyond just looking at the numbers. I actually looked at their tape from last year. That's why I know Shaq Barrett, in f- in spite of the fact he only had eight sacks last year, he had 19 and a half the year before. But I'm telling you, he was pressuring the fuck out of quarterbacks last year as evidenced by his 42 pressures, 24 hurries, and, and even more importantly, this motherfucker was getting it done when it counted most. He wreaked havoc in the uh, NFC Championship game. And if you watched the Super Bowl, you saw him, you know, basically making fucking mincemeat of the backup tackles that they were trying to use to block him with, that the that the Chiefs were trying to block him with. Shaq Barrett is, you know, top choice. He's elite. Leonard Floyd, ten and a half sacks, thirty quarterback pressures, nineteen hits. Now look, that is eye raising. Like that's that's real pressure that's happening there. And Leonard is twenty-eight years old as well. He's gonna be a lot less expensive than Shaq Barrett so Leonard Floyd is somebody that I think the Colts should really take a long look at um, Bud Dupree is somebody that a lot of people uh, I name a lot of people here I'm not as high on Bud Dupree as some of the people out there um, he had eight sacks last year 28 pressures that's not bad 12 hurries that's not bad the thing is that Bud Dupree being 28 years old Um, He plays in the outside linebacker role, and I think he's best suited to the 3-4 scheme that he played in. And, of course, the Colts play a 4-3. I don't know that Bud Dupree is a guy who can get down and play with his hand in the dirt at defensive end. I don't think he's shown that he can do that. And the fact that he's going to be trying to get big money, I think is a pass for the Colts. I don't think he's a good fit. Not a good scheme fit. I'm not sure that I buy that. He himself is the guy that's really creating all that pressure. I think he benefited quite a bit from playing with T.J. Watt. And if you watch the tape and you look at his sacks, a lot of his sacks were happening with T.J. Watt's, was basically you know, putting his foot in somebody's ass or two on the other side. So um, I don't know about Bud Dupree, but let me talk to you about the next guy who I believe could be the best fit for the Colts, and that's Trey Hendrickson. Now, Trey Hendrickson is a guy, last year was like his fourth year in the league. He only started three games his first three years, but he started 15 last season. I think he missed one game out of injury. He played 15 games, started in 15 games last season. Okay, he's 26 years old. He had 13 and a half sacks. 33 quarterback pressures, 25 quarterback hits in 15 games. Now, Trey Hendrickson, here's what I really loved about that. Besides those numbers popping the fuck off the page, when I watched the tape of this dude, those 13 and a half sacks, those motherfuckers were him. Trey Hendrickson has that combination that you really love to see he's very powerful very powerful had a lot of bull rushes he also is quick and fast around the edge I'm telling you he was bringing heat he was creating a lot of pressure and 25 quarterback hits and 33 pressures along with 13 and a half sacks in 15 games those are big time fucking numbers okay, and because he only started three games his first three seasons, he's going to be a lot cheaper most likely than anybody else on this list, he's probably going to be maybe in the 10 to 11 million dollars per year range, at just 26 years old, you can get this motherfucker in his prime, okay, I think the tape shows that he's for real, I think Trey Hendrickson, could be the best choice of the available free agent pass rushers, edge rushers on the market this season for the Colts. I think he's a great fit. He played in a 4-3 with his hand in the dirt. He appears to be a really solid locker room guy. I really like Trey Hendrickson. I think he's the sleeper, uh, could be the sleeper on the free agent market. But I'll tell you, if other motherfuckers are watching the tape like I am, He's going to be in demand. I would love to see the Colts, I think, get Trey Hendrickson. Now, another person that, uh, another name out there you might have heard a lot that I also like possibly for the Colts is Yannick Ngakwe. Now, Yannick only had eight sacks last season, but he had 26 pressures and 11 quarterback hits. Now, those are good numbers. They're not outstanding numbers, but he's just 25 years old. He's a guy that plays fast. He is super fast, super quick. His speed around the corner is, it's fucking jaw dropping. Now he might be more expensive. You know, he might be looking for 15 million, but I don't know if he's going to get that in this market with the, you know, with, you know, the, uh, salary cap being lowered. I don't know if he's going to get that. He's not as good, like, if if Yannick wants 15 and Trey Hendrickson wants 11, I'll take Trey Hendrickson every day, all day. But Yannick Ngakwe is a player. And I think in this defense, lining up on that fucking defensive line with Grover Stewart and that fucking beast DeForest Buckner in there, Yannick could wreak some fucking havoc. So he could be a good choice too, but he might be more expensive. Now another guy who I think could be a good choice for the Colts that won't cost as much money is Hassan Reddick. Now Hassan Reddick, half sacks last year, thirty-four quarterback pressures and sixteen hurries. Okay. Now he's just twenty-six years old, and I think Hassan's only going to be looking in the ten to eleven million dollars a year range, maybe twelve. Here's the thing about Hassan: he was kind of a the first three years of his career, he was kind of a disappointment. But they used him as a pass rushing specialist last year. And he seemed to really come alive. 12 and a half sacks, 34 quarterback pressures, 16 hurries. I mean, those are big time numbers. I think Hassan Reddick could be a good move for the Colts as well. Because he's not going to cost us more. I still like Trey Hendrickson better. But man, if you get him in that 10 to $12 million a year range, and if, you know, if if Ballard and his team are able to determine that he has the right stuff, and you know what I'm talking about as a player, I think he could be a good look for the Colts as well. So keep an eye out for Hassan Reddick. Uh, Matt Judon, 28 years old. He's a speedy motherfucker. Six sacks last year, 32 quarterback pressures, 11 hurries, 21 quarterback hits. Now, I got to tell you, Matt Judon I saw I watched this tape. He's fast. But I have to say um here's the caveat with Matt Judon. A lot of his quarterback sacks and hits and pressures that I saw seemed to be coming from coverage, um seemed to be, you know, him being in the right place at the right time. Uh I didn't see as much one-on-one where he was just beating his guy and getting to the quarterback fast. But that being said, 32 quarterback pressures, 11 hurries and 21 quarterback hits. I mean, that is impressive. Like you, you know, 32 pressures and 21 quarterback hits. That's a lot. So Matt Judon at 28 years old, I mean, he could be a good value pickup for the Colts if he's not real expensive. The thing with a guy like Judon is, if you get him, I'd like to maybe see him along with another guy in the draft um, or maybe matched. I mean, you know, we don't know yet with Terrell. I mean, Matt Judon could be a good pickup if he's, let me just say this. If you miss out on all the other guys and you could get Matt, relatively inexpensively, relatively inexpensively. He could be a good pickup, but here's the thing. I mean, if you compare him to a guy like Olivier Vernon, Olivier Vernon had nine sacks last year, 28 quarterback pressures, 12 hurries, and 16 quarterback hits. Olivier Vernon is 30, just a couple years older, but Olivier Vernon, you could probably get had a real bargain because he got injured. I think he had the ACL last year. Um, so Olivier Vernon is close to the same player, maybe a little sharper than Matt Judon, and you could probably get him at a lot less. So those are two guys you might consider. We also got to take a look at just bringing back Justin Houston. Now Justin Houston's thirty-two years old. That does not work in his favor, but he did have eight sacks last year. 25 pressures, that's strong, and 12 quarterback hits, that ain't fucking you know chop saki right. That ain't fucking mincemeat. Um, he's 32. You paid him nine million last year. He might want more. Uh, and and I don't, I'm not real big on paying him a whole lot more because of his age, and he's clearly on the backside of his career. But if nothing else bringing Justin Houston back at a cap friendly amount is not a bad idea. I mean, I'd love to have him and another pass rusher, one of these other guys like Trey Hendrickson or Yannick, but I know that's not going to happen, but you still have to have Houston in the mix because his numbers are on pace with some of these other guys and you might be able to get him at a good discount or maybe not discount, but at a good price. So, when you look at all the guys who are likely to be on the market, those are the main guys. And like I said, of all those guys, Shaq Barrett is the is the strongest candidate on the market. I'd love to see him in a Colts uniform, but I would like to see Trey Hendrickson most of all because he gives you the best numbers. He's only 26. He's going into the prime of his career. He only started three games his first Three seasons, so you don't have a lot of wear and tear on him. He's got speed and power. And I think he'd be a real solid locker room guy. I would love to. I think my favorite of all these guys would be Trey Hendrickson. And behind him, behind him, man, I think Hassan Reddick, for what you'd be getting, if you can get him in that, you know, nine to $11 million range, like with Trey Hendrickson, I think maybe his, Hassan Reddick would be my second choice after Trey Hendrickson because, you know, taking into account how much you'd have to pay him, their age, and how much and more left you can get from him in their production last year and how that would project into the future. Trey Hendrickson's my number one pick. I think it's between Hassan Reddick and Yannick Ngakwe is number two. I have to put Hassan Reddick a little bit ahead of Yannick, because, I mean, he had better numbers. Hassan Reddick has got real quickness and some bull rush, some power, but real quickness for sure, and he's he's young. And because of the fact that I just think Yannick Ngakwe is going to want more money, and yet over his career, I think he has underachieved a little bit. That being said, we have to look at all these guys in the context of them playing on that same line with DeForest Buckner and Grover Stewart, who is vastly underrated. I think all these guys would be great, but Shaq Barrett, of course, is my number one pick, but I don't think that's likely. So I'm going with Trey Hendrickson as my number one, Hassan Reddick at number two, the best free agent pickup at Edge for the Colts, and then Yannick Ngakwe, number three. Now, you guys let me know what you think. I went and watched tape on all these guys. I highly recommend you do the same. But if you have, if you disagree on my picks or maybe the order, or you think there's somebody I left out, I know a lot of people have talked about Carl Lawson. I like Carl Lawson as well a little more earlier in the year, but when I got to looking at his tape and his numbers and everything, he didn't impress me as much. So, He could be in the mix too as well. Let me know in the comments below. You agree, you disagree. You think I left somebody out I should put in. You think I put in somebody that I should have left out. Let a brother know in the comments. I love hearing your feedback. As long as you keep it straight, no chaser. And don't come at me with no motherfucking bullshit. I appreciate you being here. Thanks for listening and watching. Let me leave you with the same thing I do every week. To you, dear listener, dear viewer. And to all the Colts coach players, coaches, and front office people who might be listening, as I know some of y'all do, let's find ourselves a motherfucking beast edge rusher, and let's go out and win another fucking Lombardi, baby. Peace! And win another fucking Lombardi, baby. And win another... And win another fucking Lombardi, baby. And win another... And win another fucking Lombardi, baby.